The following is a Northern State podcasting production. But what do we have left once we abandon the lie? Chaos. A gaping pit waiting to swallow us all. Chaos isn't a pit. Chaos is a ladder. Of uh, Littlefinger, Chaos is a Ladder, and I think this first episode of Season 8, Sansa was climbing that ladder. I'm Vague, this is Chaos is a Ladder. Uh, before we start, this is the first episode where we're spoiling new material. So, if you haven't watched Episode 1, and your name's not Darren Davis, turn it off now, <laughs> and probably want to listen after. Or if you don't want to watch, and you just want to hear what happened, and people make fun of it, or talk about it, there's that too. But with me, just like last episode, we've got Liz. Hello. Being booed by her <laughs> husband and roommate. We have her husband, Hook, who was booing. You can't cheer yourself. You I have to let other people. Other people. <laughs> oh, that's right. We're recording live in front of a crowd in their living room. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Darren here again. Yeah. <laughs> and as always, we have Skype. Ryan is with us. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mild applause. <laughs> uh, but let's just jump in. We're going to recap the episode, our thoughts, tell Darren what happened because he didn't watch. Yeah. Uh, not the worst move. I'd say out of all episodes to not watch, this probably is not the worst one to skip without really missing anything. Yeah. Definitely a setup. Of, of you missed a few things. I mean, you missed a few things for sure. Um, the Umber Clan, man. Did I miss any boobs, though? Yes, yes, barely. Oh, yeah, actually, three. You have three sets of them. That's true. Bron was, was in a four-way. Got interrupted by. It, it did a good stuff. Yeah, it got interrupted pretty much as soon as there was penetration. But uh, the chicks weren't paying any attention to him, and he wasn't really enjoying it anyway. They were more worried about some kid who got his face burned off. He brought and up Shireen. Kids getting burned. And Shireen got his face burned off. Who did? Ed Sheeran did. Ed Sheeran. Oh, that yeah. was. Ed Sheeran is the ginger named Eddie. He got his face burned off. Oh, also uh, Rob McKelleny, Rob from uh, or Mac from uh, It's Always Sunny, plus Martin Starr were both in this episode and got killed. Also, really? They were on the ship. We'll get there. Um, I didn't realize that. So they're in it. Yeah, I saw it in an article. So then when I rewatched it again today, you can slow it down enough to to recognize Mac. That's Martin cool. Starr goes way too fast to know which one was Who's him. Who's Martin Starr? He's on Silicon Valley, Freaks and Geeks. Teacher in the new Spider-Man movie. Okay, yeah, I like him too. But getting back, we'll start from the beginning, and we'll get there. Um, so it starts off with some kid running through. I actually thought it was like a brand from the past at first, because it's some kid running through the winter. It's basically Winterfell. It's a town outside Winterfell. Well, so yeah, then he runs by Arya, and it becomes clear that it's basically an homage to when Arya was running around trying to find somewhere to see King Robert come to Winterfell in the very first episode, which was cool. So she, he runs past her, and then he finds a tree and climbs up it. So then it's the procession. John and Daenerys have made it to Winterfell. There's a lot of unsolid walking. And they wow. knocked boots, too, yeah? That happened in the end of season seven. Yeah. But they did knock boots again. <laughs> again? Well, we, we assume. They go on a, a joyride, and then they're alone, so... Although John looks scared. But so Daenerys... 
You know, the dragons just, were watching. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or he was doing it in front of like a dog or something. Oh, really? Jealous Drogon is hilarious. <laughs> it is pretty good. He's nearly. I've seen a lot of memes about it already, but uh, yeah, you see Arya watching them come in. She sees Jon Snow. Hasn't seen him since like the first episode. Second episode is when they say goodbye. Long, so. Has it been that long? Yeah, it's like the second episode when he goes to the wall. What was there? Yeah. Very cold. She, he goes by. She smiles. He doesn't see her at all. So she, then she looks disappointed. <laughs> Oh, like she didn't. He didn't. Recognize she looked her. like she was gonna well, say they're something. They're up. They're they're running horses. They're waving to everybody. Oh, so he, he didn't lead her. Well, he didn't see her. There's a lot of really solely looking people. In his defense, right. next is the hound, who she thinks is dead because she left him for dead. Right. He didn't see her either. And then Gendry comes by and she smiles because she hasn't seen him since like I don't know season four. Or I something. forgot that they had the connection. And she, he didn't see her either. So no one saw her. <laughs> Apparently, she blends into the crowd. <laughs> She's kind of short. There's a lot of tall people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's looking so old compared to season one. That's so, you know, people age. It's weird. But it was a cool, yeah, symmetry of the first episode when Robert came in. Um, then they they have what seemed to me like a press conference. So they go, yeah. they go into Winterfell. You've got Sansa. Well, okay, actually, John introduces her to everybody. You know, Daenerys. She barely talks. Then they have the press conference, basically, where Sansa's up there, John, Daenerys, and Tyrion. And it's only Northerners in there for some reason. No one rep- who came with them from like their army sh- goes in I there. I thought I saw the guy from the Vale. Was yeah, he- Lord Lord Royce was there. Yeah, Royce. Well, no, was, but he's been there. I mean, he was there. He helped save it, and he's yeah. been there. So I mean, Since the Battle of none of the people who showed up with Daenerys and John were in there to represent like their side. <laughs> to be fair, they're probably still showing up. Yeah, and like getting the logistics taken care of of camping the unsullied army. It's yeah. true. They say it's the greatest army in the history of the world, the Rocky Unsullied, all that. Uh, Darren, the North was not excited that John is no longer the king. Uh, okay. A lot of mean mugging. Oh, wow. Little Liana Mormont. Oh, she, she was not pleased. <laughs> At first, people are kind of like asking legit normal questions. Some kid who represents his family, you know, because his parents are umbers. umbers. They're all dead, so some kid is now like leading it, too. And he's just like, hey, I need more horses and shit and wagons to get my people here. Because they're trying to congregate at Winterfell for the big battle. Then Lyanna drops the like, hey, we named you king. What's up, dude? And he's not. That was a direct quote. He bent the knee. He bent the knee to Daenerys and Lyanna wasn't happy. I've never seen him bend the knee. It's never been on screen that he's bent the knee. Just saying. I heard he well, left her I don't think trust him. Yeah. If you know what I mean. So John plays the John plays the holier than thou card. I had to choose between protecting the North and being king. I chose to protect the North. Yeah, it's all cold and shit up there. Yeah, they all after he said that they all grumbled and he looked yeah. very like, oh shit, what do I say now? So mm-hmm. Tyrion jumps in, says, "Hey, if we all survive, we owe John for that." And then he also drops like, "Oh yeah, and the uh, Lannister Lannister army is on the way to fight at our side." Oh, yeah. They didn't love that. No, they were booing. <laughs> and then while this is happening, Sansa is just throwing death glares at Daenerys. Just Sansa's like, kind of a fucking cunt. Like, let's be real. But that girl needs to die. Sansa is the new Littlefinger, which makes but, sense because she spent all the time with him. She's like a hybrid of Littlefinger and Cersei, and that just makes her a raging whore. Bitch. Whoa. I wouldn't quite go to Cersei levels. She's not ordering <laughs> no. anyone killed or blowing up. Not yet. That's how it starts, though. Right. No. Ooh, she's we got a Sansa fan. I hated her at first, but she's grown on me a lot. She still needs to be executed for having getting her father killed. She did. Eddard was the best. 
I, I, I was really surprised, though, because during that, Daenerys didn't say shit. So finally, oh, Sansa's like, so how are we going to feed chest here, and how are we going to feed this giant army? Like, I made sure that we could get through winter, but I didn't account for a giant army and all this stuff, yeah. and two dragons. And then she's like, what do dragons even eat? Daenerys' only line, she just turns to her, anything they want. <laughs> that's kind of a bitch off. She had a couple of good lines in this, Daenerys. Other than that, she didn't really do or say much. Uh, so yeah, so the first thing I wrote was like, um, that was like Sansa versus Daenerys. But then after that, Sansa has a little conversation with Tyrion. No apology. Where, she, where she's a bitch. <laughs> and insults his intelligence. But she was, she's not she was wrong. Right, yeah, she was right. Exactly. You can't say she insulted his intelligence. She questioned it. No. Philippe. Just because you're right doesn't mean you're not being a dick about it. Yeah. But yeah. she just said that she thought he was I the mean, most cleverest man in all the right. kingdoms. Yeah, so his family did kind of like kill almost everyone in her family. Um, Bran sent a hired man to kill him, too, in case he happens to make it right. through. And he never consummated the oh. marriage, so she's probably still pissed about that. Yeah. She's probably really happy about that. Why? Whoa. Tyrion's But yeah, so she tells Tyrion, she's like, so you you said that their your know, your sister told you that their army is going to come up and fight alongside us. He's like, yes. She's like, and you believed him? Yeah. He's like, I think she has something to fight for, you know, because he thinks she's pregnant. Maybe she is. Maybe she's not. And then she gave the line. I once I used to think you were the most clever man in the world, and just walked away. Mm. Which she is right. They're not coming. So. Well, and that's then the, that scene ends with the first instance of Bran sitting in the courtyard, creepily staring at somebody. There are three instances of this in the episode. That's number one. <laughs> oh, so creepy. That's something I missed early. So when they first showed up and they were being introduced, and he's starting to John's introduced to everyone, Bran is just turns and goes, "We don't have time for this." He's like, "The nor- you know, the Night King's on his way. They're through the wall. We yeah. gotta go." You can't have all the whole party for everyone showing up and all that bullshit. Yeah, so he yeah, drops so that bomb. And, oh, and mentions that weird. and he mentions that the Night King raised her dragon. Uh, yeah, so that's confirmed. And they're just, you know, John and Daenerys are just like, what is, ha- what the shit? How do you know this? You know, feel those looks. Okay. You can picture that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Sansa and, uh, and Tyrion talk, and then Tyrion, Viserys, I mean, Varys and uh, the Onion Knight talk. Davos. Sir Davos, please. Sir. Please. Lord Davos. He's no longer the hand of the... Well, he, was he ever John's hand, or was he going to be? I don't know. But uh, he's no longer... What's his face's hand? Stannis. Stannis, yes. So Davos suggests that uh, Varys and Tyrion convince Daenerys to marry John. Oh. Let's have a just king and a... I don't know what he called Daenerys. Just, just queen and an honorable king. There you yeah. go. Which I think everyone was already thinking that anyway. Yeah, of course. Well, they weren't near them. And the thing is, Varys then says, basically shadowing, he says, nothing lasts forever. Except for true love. I think shadow, overshadowing there, they're going to come to blows, is my guess. It's very possible. Like they each get a dragon and duke it out? Well, her dragons, he can't use it against her. Why not? Is it still her dragon? That's what I mean. You could even see it when the dragon. So right after that, they John and Daenerys go off, and they're because they oh someone runs up and tells her that they're barely eating the dragons, which it was still like seventeen goats and eleven sheep or something. (laughs) That was like one day, and John's like, "What's wrong?" She's like, "They're barely eating." Um, So they go to check them out. She's like, "They don't like the north," and she climbs up on one of them, and the other one's like nuzzling John with his nose, basically. So she's like, "Go ahead." 
He's not too eager. <laughs> Which is actually a pretty good exchange of dialogue. I don't know how to ride a dragon. <laughs> what yeah. if he doesn't want me to? Well, yeah. then I've enjoyed your company, Jon Snow. <laughs> One does. Yeah, that was the second great Daenerys line. Um, she really doesn't say anything this episode other than a couple of jokes, basically. And he's like, yeah. what if he doesn't want me to? And she just calmly's like, well, then it was good uh, knowing you, Jon Snow. <laughs> then as he's out of uh, view of her face, she starts laughing to herself. Yeah, just like a little smirk. She smiles a lot more in this episode than like the rest of the series combined. It was creepy. She's happy and in love. Why can't you just be excited for her? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the people she loves don't uh, end up well. You find happiness. Drogo can't die. He's been brought back. Drogo times? died. At least once. Jorah got grayscale. Jorah's fine though. Drogo's now mortal as a dragon. Drogon, sorry, Drogo. Uh, call oh, Drogo. Sorry. Yeah. That other dragon too. I noticed his he had like a green tint to his like scales, and it was like matched John's like cloak like almost perfectly. Yeah, I didn't notice that. See. That's why that. What's why that dragon is named uh, for Rhaegar is because he was green as the, the grass along the trident where Rhaegar died. It's uh, some book knowledge for you. Good little tidbit. Um, so then they ride. Yeah, John jumps up and they ride and they ride for a really long time. They really milked that. That was some fan service if ever Game of Thrones has done any. Yeah, if you're ever gonna use CGI, I guess you're like, well, let's just go all out. Yeah. Still haven't seen Ghost in a two, th- two or three years, but we got plenty of dragons this episode. I forgot. He's supposed to be alive. I mean, he saved Samwell when John yeah. wasn't even at the wall, but then John came back and. Yeah, where the hell did he. Yeah, that's, that's a little weird. Good call. That one didn't occur to me. The one main character who I'm not sure where they are uh, was Melisandre. It seems like everyone's either in Winterfell or King's Landing, and she was at Dragonstone at the end of Season 7, urging Daenerys to speak with Jon, and then after that, she just kind of bounced. She'd probably show up in the North. She, she said she was going back to Essos, where the Red Priest's home, like, fortress is. Atlantis or whatever. Who knows if she'll show up in a weird time and play a big part, or just be done. <laughs> it's only five episodes left, shit. What was the episode? Like, 66? 64 minutes, I think? 66? 66, and it felt like 20. Yeah, it went really quick. Went by quick. Like, it felt like a reunion episode. Like, yeah. like they hadn't been together in, like, 10 years, and they brought the show back, and it was just kind of cool to see them again, everybody yeah. again, and mm-hmm. see their reactions to seeing each other. But, uh, yeah, John and Danny, they land in some, like, field near a waterfall, and then they make out, and Drogon's just, he gets up on his, like, He's being a like, like his arms or wings or whatever you call it, and he's looking right at John. John keeps looking over her shoulder. Oh. She told him not to be afraid, but then after that, they kissed again, and he, he still was looking over her shoulder. And you're on Greyjoy. I finally got to hook up with Cersei. Booyah! Oh, he talked. He, huge player move, getting her sack, getting the sack with her. So are there going to be a couple now? Because that was a... She was yeah. not into it. It was kind of yeah. a pity. She's no pity, right? Uh, he asked. He's like, "How do I compare?" Yeah, first he asked how I compare to the Fat King, and then your brother. <laughs> he called him the Kingslayer oh, too. Yeah. Um, but she, because he was like, she had said someone was the friend because he brought back the second sons. So she told the second. Oh, okay, no, Golden Company. Golden Company. Thank you guys. And she told the head guy that he's a true friend of the Crown. Right? Or Good enough for sure. Whatever. So then Euron's like, and she dismisses dismisses him. So then Euron's like. 
Important fact though, the Golden Company does not have their elephants. No. Yes, she wanted a person and a horse count and an elephant count. Elephants can't make the voyage. They don't have the uh, the vessels to ferry them across. Well, because that'd be a pretty good advantage against the Dothraki if you got some elephants that can kind of mow them down. But now it's just. So how big is the Dothraki army in the Unsullied? Dothraki is like a hundred thousand, isn't it? Yeah, and there's a hundred thousand Dothraki screamers. Ten K when it started. Yeah, and so they have two thousand of that was like boys that weren't old enough yet. Yeah, and I feel like they've taken some pretty substantial losses. Well, they didn't take any in uh, uh, Castle Rock. I mean, it's very, very few because they basically abandoned it. Yeah. But over in like, well, and even Marine, they snuck in and. I felt like when the they were like being the, the guards, they were just going. The Sons of the Harpy or whatever was taking them out. They were taking some out. I mean, they definitely got took some hits. You yeah. still got a hundred thousand Dothraki screamers that really haven't taken any hits. That's true. <laughs> it feels like a racist thing to call them Dothraki screamers, doesn't it? No. 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 Not at all. No. Just me. Only if you're racist. <laughs> but yeah, you're only not. if you're racist. But Euron's like, basically, like, when can we be friends? He's like, after the war. And he's like, well, wars can last for years. <laughs> yeah, it only lasts like two minutes, so let's do it. So then she gives a line that now they're, another one they're talking about on the internet, where she's like, well, if you wanted a whore, go get a whore. If you want a queen, earn her. Uh, so now they're on the internet like, oh, every girl's going to be fucking saying that now. <laughs> That's their but then she still gave in and had Well, but he retorted he had earned her. He had done everything and then some to, like... Yeah, the iron. Seal the deal. This was his best. <laughs> this is what I saw him being a player. You guys are saying yeah. he, he, he brought like her justice. He a said rock star. that was the the sand snakes and whatever. Yeah, uh, Millie. Mil- Mil- I forget their names once they die. Um, wow. Yeah, and then he brought his own niece and brought a yeah. Is that crazy lady really worth all of that? Well, I think he just wanted to bang a queen. I think that seemed like that's all he cared about. He, <laughs> he just wanted to make a baby. Life, bucket list, and then he, he wanted, wanted to put to a, baby a baby in her belly. He said, "Well, it's yeah. just kind of he's. You don't really know what this guy's motives are. He's just a little crazy." Yeah, he's crazy likes crazy. He is true chaos. He's like a chaos. She said they like him. He's the most arrogant man she's ever met. I like it. <laughs> they, yeah. they could be just the perfect match. I work out finally. And then Theon. Theon makes his triumphant return. Oh? Yeah, my notes are like out of order, so let's jump to that. So, Euron, his fleet was in King's Landing, mm-hmm. and he's got Yara on his ship, prisoner. Well, while Euron's in banging the queen, somehow, and we don't really, they don't really explain how the hell this even worked out, but Theon and like a few ships snuck onto his ship. A few guys. A few guys. Some guys, yeah. Back in Team Six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> snuck on. They are. Excellent with bows and, uh, with bows in the dark on a moving like rocking ship, yeah. dead accurate. Well, they were shooting from like three feet away too, though. Like they were in real close, like pretty big ships. They were shooting from the end. <laughs> I don't know about that. They were killing them in the hallways and stuff. Let's just say every single shot was a one-shot kill with an arrow. Nice. They didn't hit him in any like extremities well, yeah, where they, they could survive. Right oh yeah, I, that was pretty. Good. So well, it, wet work, damn. And that's the ship that Rob McKelleny and Martin Starr were on and got and killed. And they got arrowed. <laughs> so he rescues, it, rescues his sister, and then they have, like, a little moment. Yeah, so they're she sailing. Had- that's when they only had the three ships. So they have, like, three <laughs> ships left of what they started with. But they were, they were some pretty slick ships, though. Those had to be 
Like that was Euron's personal ship, so I'm sure it was the best in the fleet. Did they take his, or were those the ones left from when they got attacked? Either way, it was. I assume that was his because that's where she. Why, if you kill all the men on it, why not take the best ship? Well, that makes sense. The flags were, or the, I guess they just were squid, so it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> Same no, thing. That, they didn't take the silence. The silence has a very distinct prow, and it has a unique. It has the red eye on the kraken sails, so they do have their own sails too. But either way, they sail off in three ships. Yara wants to go take back the Iron Islands because they're basically abandoned, right? Yeah, and she said Yara only had a few men there, and then if the Starks and Daenerys need to retreat, they'll have somewhere where the walkers can't go. Ooh, we're calling them walkers? Are we going to cross over to the Walking Dead? Oh, well, I was just trying to do a short... That would be kind of interesting if, like, half the the Night King's army... Was like walkers from the Walking Dead, and the other half were white. <laughs> basically, those are well, they ba- yeah, they basically are. There's like some that clearly aren't. Don't seem to be thinking. It's like a drone, shared consciousness type thing. Uh, but she looks at the arms like, "You want to go north, don't you?" All right, go. They have a absurdly good relationship for how their lives have gone. They probably have one of the most healthy brother sister relationships in the show, other than Arya and John. Yeah. Which even that can be there is a little bit of tension after the events of last night. Yeah, because she took Sansa's side, but she's not wrong. She just wants him not to forget his family. I would say that uh, Jamie and Cersei debatably have the most, but then he got all mad at her about not going north. So <laughs> I think that they they're on the outs now because she lied. Yeah. And then what happened? Oh yeah, they came back from the dragons on the dragons and. Uh, Sansa and John have a little conversation. Mm-hmm. She calls him out for Ben the He tries to convince her Daenerys is a a good will be a good queen, and they need her everything. And then she drops a little dagger into. Well, did you bend the knee because you think she'll be a good queen, or because you're in love with her? Yeah. Oh, Boom. She seems to know everything. I think she's got a. I think she has a network of spies. Or she's been talking to Bran. Bran's creepily aware of everything that's going on. <laughs> he sees everything. But I think she learned from Littlefinger, and she has a network of spies. Oh, interesting. I don't think that takes much to deduce that they were in love. They make an eyes at each other, or like <laughs> they were they were outside the walls of Winterfell, like holding onto each other's arms and like all talking close and shit. It doesn't take much to figure out that John and Danny are in love. Do you think they're in love or lust? And and this was a post dragon flight, so like everybody in Winterfell saw John riding on a dragon. Yeah, Tyrion looked kind of concerned when he watched him fly off. Oh, I wish I could have seen him look on Jorah's face. I don't, know why, on. I, I don't know why it makes me laugh that he sees her with all these other guys and he never gets what he wants. How about Foreman's triumphant return? Oh, I don't know. Kind of, uh, triumphant? <laughs> <laughs> I've always had blue eyes! <laughs> that was hilarious! That was I'm happy he survived. <laughs> they clearly Tormund and... Uh, Who's the dude who's died a bunch and come back? Beric Dondarrion. Beric Dondarrion. They're going through some old abandoned castle very quietly. They're it's not an place. abandoned castle. That's the last hearth. It was decimated. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's one of the castles on the wall. No, the last hearth is the seat of House Umber. That's why the Umber kid was mounted on the wall. I mean, they could have brought that Umber kid anywhere. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put that together. <laughs> the, 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 banners were, the banners were hanging in the courtyard. Those were Umber banners. They were Umber banners? Okay. Who pays attention to that? See, I was, I was, and that's why the last hearth was in the intro. And then I kind of read that that you meant... You watched the, the intro? 
the Whites were between the Umbers and Winterfell. So that means they're even farther than I thought. Okay. So I, th- I assumed it was one of the abandoned castles in the wall. I did as well. Because the noise they heard was the men of the Night's Watch also were inspecting the hearth, apparently. Okay. So yeah. I thought both of them were just coming from different sides of the wall and hit. But they're like, hey, man, we got to get to Winterfell and warn them. But the White Army is between us and Winterfell. Well, the men of the Night's Watch have horses, so they're going to try to double up and beat them to Winterfell. Okay. And yeah, oh yeah, when, so when they first jump into the same room and are about to kill each other, um, is it Grant? Gren from the Night's Watch? No, Dolores Ed. Yeah, Dolores Ed. That was a Grant at one point, right? <laughs> Gren died defending the gate. Yeah. But the line he was talking about earlier is Dolores Ed's like, stay steady or something. He's got blue eyes. And Torm's just, I've always had blue eyes. <laughs> Which apparently being able to talk is just enough of a... Also, Tormund refused to go in the dark first. That was pretty <laughs> great. He's a scaredy cat. Well, there's this dark hallway, yeah. and then uh, Tormund kind of... Because he was leading, and then all of a sudden he kind of froze, and Beric Dondarrion had to go in first. Oh. Yep, and so they just decided they got to get to Winterfell. Pretty obvious. Um, and then we see Sam, who at this point in the episode, I was like, I thought Sam was in Winterfell. How has he not gone up and said hi to John yet? Um, well, he's in, you know, reading. Miss the kid. Huh? Oh, oh, go for it. That's right. Sorry. So Back. the Umber kid is pinned to the wall with a whole bunch of arms around him. And then, uh, like, people's arms. They were, like, cut up into pieces and they were, like, put on the wall in, like, a spirally, like, effect. It kind of looked to me like the Targaryen sigil. Uh, a little bit, yeah. With the dragon heads they've been going. using that spiral for a long time, though, because they found that. That was in, like, season two or three when they were ranging north of the wall. They had all the horses yeah. in one of those. That spiral is, like, a symbol of the children of the forest that they they use and the White Walkers kind of took over. Was that the sigil Tyrion mentioned as being one of the better sigils? No, that was the, the White Son of Karstark. That's right. I know. I saw the white sun, the Karstark. I totally thought it was the people from Dorne. I was looking for a spear. Yeah, it looked and like a really, sun. Really it wasn't, but so obviously someone was trying to send a message. Yeah, somebody I was reading online was talking about how it's like the White Walkers or the Night's King is trying to send a message that they just want to kill the children of the forest, and that the John and them should just get out of their way and let them kill the children of the forest. Why would they be coming south to do that, though? I thought all the children were up where the old Three Eye Raven was, though. All the ones that were left. Yeah, there's like five of them. I'm just like at least that we saw. Okay, I mean, but so they're like start to discuss that, you know, oh, the Night King's sending a message, and then all of a sudden the kid just starts screaming. He's not dead. Yeah, no, it's well, like he's, he's like his upper half. He's definitely dead. He's like uh, he's, he's not basically a, a white through him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's a white. <laughs> he's he's got the bluey glow eyes. Yeah. So then apparently they found that sigil under. Where's the place where they're farming all the obsidian? Dragonstone. Under Dragonstone as well. And it, and it was at the where they the children of the forest made a stone spiral around the weirwood tree where they made the Night King back when you saw that. So uh, it's been done a long time. Like the Night King was made in one of those spiral things. So. Well, and don't, haven't we seen like other symbols and stuff out of body parts in the show? Yeah, they've done a couple different ones out of body parts. Even the first episode ever, they did one with yeah, those rangers. The pre little thing where the Night's Watch goes across the wall before they introduce Winterfell and stuff. Yeah. Is Cold Hands dead or is he still alive? Benjen? We don't know. So we gave John his horse and he started fighting. I'm going to assume that the entire White Army was able to take him down. Unless he like escaped somehow. What if he actually. Well, it showed him getting, like, surrounded. I, I was going to say, what if he actually destroyed the entire army, but we did see them after that? Well, he had that really cool mace. 
That was a cool mace. Like half a zombie or half a walker or something? Yeah, he looked like yeah. one, but he, could, he was able to say something. Yeah. He was able to talk, and he had his own, and crows, for some reason, followed him. Yeah. Weird. Well, the crows showed up, when, I don't know, but... So, do we think the Night's King is a Targaryen? Do we know that the three-eyed raven, was that the guy, was well, he the old sorcerer guy? Let's get through the rest of what happened in the episode, oh. and then we can, yeah, start, you can go into all your crazy theories you read about. Liz is just staring daggers at Hook is the king of uh, going on tangents, so. That's because his all brain right. works like ADD, and it's like one topic to the next, to the next, to the <laughs> That's next. It's a high functioning. It's a very creative. Very creative. Highfalutin brain. Highfalutin, if you will, not a brain of a plebeian. No, sir. In another tangent. Uh, so we get to yeah, Sam. <laughs> we get to Sam reading a book, and Daenerys and Jorah come in. She's like, You're the man. Which Sam has not been called often. He's like, wait, what man? I know, I kind of was sensing some sexual tension between <laughs> Sam and Daenerys. We're going to have a love triangle? Liz? No. <laughs> Devil's three way? That's no. not happening. <laughs> we'll just come to an agreement. This is fun. It means nothing, no strings. Uh, so he meets Daenerys, and what she was talking about having to rearrange the citadel when she becomes queen because he deserves some big reward. Yeah, and, and he then, just wanted two things from her. Yeah, pardons. oh, yes, that's true. So she's like, "What? Can I, is there anything I can do for you? Oh, pardon for stealing books from the Citadel. Yep, borrowing. Borrowing. <laughs> and taking the knife that was going to be his. Sword. Whoa, whoa. Sword. That's a Valyrian steel sword. Great sword. Big knife. She's like, sure, <laughs> pardon. Pardon <laughs> style knife. Thank you, Darren. So then, that's a knife. And then they're like, oh, wait, we have another really awesome connection. I killed your dad. Well, so because so she's like, wait, did you steal the sword from the Citadel? He's like, no, it's my family sword, but my uh, it's been the Tarly family forever. It would have been mine eventually, so it's kind of not really stealing. So then she's like, Tarly, oh, Randall Tarly, you wouldn't know Randall Tarly, would you? <laughs> Hashtag awkward. So yeah, she killed. His dad and, and brother. brother. He didn't. He like him and his dad had quite the strained relationship. But still, but like when she found out he killed his brother, that's when you really saw it on his face. The other way, yeah. she she didn't find out he killed them. He that, that's what, she yeah. killed them. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So she said, you know, I gave him a chance to bend the knee, and he wouldn't do it. And Sam's just like, all right, well, I guess I'll be welcome at home now with my brother as the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> okay, one more awkward thing. <laughs> Your brother stood with him. See, this is like, I really want to like her, and I really want her to, like, be good enough to rule. And you're like, oh, she's doing something nice. She's, like, thanking someone for saving her right hand. And then it's like, well, fuck. Like, her thank you is ten times worse than, <laughs> like, gosh, she's just terrible. Well, it also brings up the fact, like, several times throughout the episode, she had to mention, I'm the queen. I'm the queen. And I just keep waiting for Tyrion to be like, my father once said, anyone who has to say I am the isn't really a... Right. Like... Sansa needs to give it up, blah, blah. I mean, no, clear. I think Sansa's being a bitch, because Sansa's intentionally pushing some buttons. Who but then like Sansa? <laughs> I don't like Sansa, but I also think she's pushing some buttons. Like, the whole thing with, what did dragons even eat? No, no, no. But then, Danny's just a little whiny, not really that great at ruling. She's great at conquering and, like, doing the right thing right. for people, but not at, like, controlling her temper. <laughs> yeah, Sansa's way better now than when she used to whine about, I want to be queen, and I want to marry Joffrey, and it was just annoying. At least now she's looking out for numero uno. And Joffrey was just kind of misunderstood. I think so, too. <laughs> I think that's a popular stance on the internet these days. <laughs> Joffrey was misunderstood. 
<laughs> you know, that, that Ramsey Bolton was a pretty good guy, too. He wasn't he bad. Was. bad. Once you get to know him. Yeah, you just had to get past a few small character flaws. <laughs> like he, you know, likes to cut off other people's genitals and then <laughs> break their minds. <laughs> like watching, at least it's show-related, uh, like watching people torture people for him. Um, well, so now Sam's very upset. His, his poor daddy and brother are dead. His dad was kind of an asshole anyway. Right? Yeah. I mean, he was really only upset by the brother. He asks to be excused, which is like, of course. Well, then he runs into Bran, who's doing another creepy sitting in his God. wheelchair by himself in a random place. And Sam's even like, what are you doing out here? Well, think about it. It's not like Winterfell is like wheelchair accessible. <laughs> it's not like they have wheelchair ramps from like go around everywhere. He just has stuck in the He's courtyard the all day. He's on the main level. He, he doesn't have full door to carry him around anymore. How is he even getting around? They, they just leave it in the courtyard. No one wants to deal with him. He's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's stuck in the courtyard. All day. So he was waiting for an old friend. <laughs> yeah, he's waiting for an old friend. He said, which apparently is Sam. I don't. I was. No, it was Jamie. Me. Jamie oh. was the old friend he was waiting for. Uh, I didn't. It, that didn't occur to me at the very end that he was still sitting in the same fucking spot. He was sitting in the same spot for like four days. <laughs> it was really weird. At first, when Jamie was riding up, I totally thought he was like one of, one of the White Walkers or something. All right. Well, you guys are jumping all the way to the end. Well, Sam, when he sits, so yeah, when Bran says wait for an old friend, he then tells Sam, "We got to <laughs> tell John." Which I found that really interesting. It wasn't a. It wasn't a matter of okay, like we should tell him about this. It was. Bran was like, no, we need to tell him now. He needs to learn. I'm like, sure which, that Bran, uh, John and Daenerys had just fucked again. Well, I'm thinking more like in the grand scheme of the universe, Bran's <laughs> looking around in the fa- the past and the future and all that shit and is thinking like this is when John He warred Drogon. That's he was the one being a He's creep. He was the one creepily watching. That's <laughs> all I was thinking. <laughs> I love this. This is why this is great because I never. This, but it's so it's not easy to warg. I mean, maybe he did. He's the three eyed raven, so he probably can do whatever the fuck he wants. Once he had Jojen pace, he got like strength. He got powers, warging abilities. He can warg humans. Yeah. Well, so Sam goes down into the crypts where John's staring at. But wasn't Ned's, Sam going his up uncles. the ladder? That's what was confusing to me. Irrelevant. Oh, sorry. So they're they, sitting in they the crypt. Like he like stumbled when he was coming up a ladder, but they're in a crypt. There was I think no... he was behind one of the. I thought he fell going down the stairs. Yeah. That's oh, is that what it was? Uh, to me, I thought he was coming up a ladder. That's why it's really. <laughs> it was really dark in the crypts. It's firelight, you know. <laughs> I have to have light line this. Crypts are usually underground. That's what I was saying. That's why I was confused. So, yeah. Except in New Orleans, there's, there's water down there. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, so he, he runs into John. Well, he intentionally went down there to see. Yeah, he didn't just randomly run into John. <laughs> but anyway. And, might I add, the statue of Eddard was, like, very lifelike. That was spot on. Well, because when, well, when Arya and Sansa went down there last season, Arya was like, it doesn't look like him. Well, I wonder exactly if they had it and like someone him. redo it. <laughs> we should compare, because, like, I thought it was, like, lifelike. It was impressive. Well, then, right, you could see just over John's shoulder, Leona, a lot, too, um, as that whole conversation was going on. So Sam drops the bomb. John, your mom is Leona Stark. Your dad is Rhaegar Targaryen. They were married. You're not a bastard. You're the rightful king. Your name's Aegon Targaryen. John's not his name. John fights it. He says, Eddard was an honorable man. He's fighting this. He doesn't want it. He said he wouldn't lie to me my whole life. And Sam's like, well, he did what he promised your mom. He protected you because... Robert, New York Targaryen, you'd have been dead a long time ago. It's true. So, 
another one of the big drop bobs bombs that drops in this episode that is only a bomb to the character we we knew so mm-hmm. it was a little less exciting but yeah John does not want to be king. It's going to be interesting. He doesn't ever, after that, they don't show him talk to Daenerys. So we that's don't know. probably why he'd make a good king. Exactly. Though. Usually it's the ones that don't want the power, don't want totally. to be king, and make the best kings. And I don't even like John. I think he's a whiny bitch. <laughs> even from the books? He's a little bit better than the books. He's definitely a lot better than the books. That show John is just obnoxious. And then... Was that that was it? And then the last scene was the one they were alluding to. So Brand, what about Jamie? Well, that's what I'm saying. The one you're alluding to. So Brand's there. Well, so you see a a guy riding up on a horse with a hood. They hold it out. They ride out that for a while. You kind of can figure out it's Jamie before he gets unveiled because you can see that his right hand doesn't move. Don't laugh too hard. So he gets off the horse. He throws back the hood. You know, you see it's Jamie. He Mm -hmm. turns and walks, and the first thing he sees is. Across the courtyard, brand. <laughs> yeah, okay, he, he kind of puts it together too. Like, it takes him like a first, second, yeah, and then also he's like, oh, oh, shit. Well, he looks a lot older. I mean, he's a lot older now. He is a lot older. Well, a lot creepier. He gets off the horse and he's smiling. He's like, oh, I made it. And he like looks around and he goes, oh shit. <laughs> and his face just kind of fell. Well, he gets a look of like, that's odd. Wheel kids, in a, you know, person sitting in a wheelchair, and then all of a sudden, yeah, it dawns on him. He's like, yeah. I'm a bit of a piece of shit. I mean, that's better than killing him. <laughs> well, he tried to kill him. I know, but... He thought he'd be dead. <laughs> you can't throw a kid out of a tower window. <laughs> and now he's betraying the woman who he loved that he almost killed Bran for. It's true. He tried to kill Bran for. That's attempted murder, son. Jamie's a complicated man. The road to redemption is hard. Oh, we don't... We did miss a scene because we... We've discussed it partly when you asked about boobs. So, Braun... Oh. After... Uh, this was after Euron and I guess it doesn't matter. Braun's hooking up with three chicks. Mm-hmm. Well, one, because they didn't get very far. They kept talking about some kid who got burned when the dragon came down and attacked them. Good pre-sex talk. Yeah. And Braun is like, hey, you know, I shot a dragon with an arrow and almost killed it. I'm the only guy you've ever met who shot a dragon. <laughs> They're like, oh, did you? Okay. And then she mounts him and just like, whatever. And they go back to talking about the kid who got his eyelashes, eye eyelids burned off. <laughs> Well, and more importantly, when Kyburn comes in, he lets Bronn know that one of the girl has the pox. So it's <laughs> which like, one? <laughs> no, wait, which girl? <laughs> so, well, first Kyburn, yeah, Kyburn. There's three other chicks. chicks. Only one of them has the pox. Yeah, as they're leaving, he's just like, "Poor girl," because she says to him. One of them says to him, "Hey, if you're ever bored, I have a pension or I have a thing for older guys." Yeah. And then as they're all walking out, he's like. Poor girl has the pox. Will be dead within the year. <laughs> Bronze like which one? <laughs> Kyburn does not answer. <laughs> That's called. He gives him the crossbow, Joffrey's crossbow, right? Well, so he's like, hey, uh, the queen wants something of you, and you know, Bronze like, well, let's see. She once gave me a castle and then took it away. Kyburn's <laughs> like, well, that was Jamie's doing. The queen pays in advance, and there's two chests full of gold in a carriage or whatever outside. Mm-hmm. And all you gotta do is go north and kill Jamie and Tyrion. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> with the crossbow that Tyrion killed Tywin with, and then he gives him the crossbow and says she has a, a knack for poetic justice or something. Oh, so that was the one that Tyrion crossbow. killed Tywin. Yeah, or I don't know if it's the same one, but it's it's how he killed him for sure. It Joffrey had a crossbow as well. Yeah, he had like the brand new design with the crank. And do you think Bronn will? 
that was what I was going to be one of the questions I had for you guys. So now that we've gone through the whole episode, I think did we miss anything, Ryan? That you can re- no, we jumped around, but I think we got all the big points. Yeah. Oh well. Oh, when John and uh, Arya they had their meeting in the God's Wood. God, there was so many little scenes. That's why it went by so fast. They're just little three minute yeah. snippets. John and Arya have their reunion in the God's Wood. And there go. John's like, "How did you sneak up on me?" She's like, "Well, how did you survive a knife to the heart?" He says, "I didn't." They they do the whole we look like we might be angry with each other, and they smile, run, and hug each other. Uh, you know that original you know. scene. Yeah. Um, she also wanted a strange weapon created from Gendry. Oh, Gendry and the Hound and Arya scene. We didn't talk about that one. Okay, we'll get to that too. So the only real thing that came from the John and Arya scene was that John was like, "I could have used your help with Sansa." And Arya's like, because she thinks she's so smart. Yeah. And Arya, in all seriousness, is like, she's the smartest person I've ever met. Really? Which I think adds to all the other stuff. Sansa, knowing that John was in love with Danny, when maybe only one or two other people mentioned that they looked like they were doe eyes. Yeah. I don't know if she's the smartest Arya's met, though. I mean, according to Arya. Arya, Arya hasn't really met that many people. Yeah. Well, look at the kindly so old cool. man. He's pretty smart. Just because you're a psychopath assassin doesn't mean you're smart. Whoa, no, whoa. To, get, to get there, you'd have to be, right? Wow. <laughs> or just a, look, we love Arya, but she's a psychopathic serial, like yeah. serial killing yeah. assassin, she's a murdering cunt. Oh, they have a they have a little uh, interaction with the swords. He's like, oh, you sold needle, and she yeah. pulls it out, and he's like, did you get a chance? Did you get a chance to use it or have to use it? She's like once or twice. <laughs> She's only really used needle once or twice. Most of her famous kills have been in other fashions. Well, she gave that. She killed the kid when she was escaping uh, King's Landing. Yeah. She killed the uh, the tickler with it through the. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are the two that I remember for sure. Yeah. So I don't think she killed Marin Trant with it, right? No, she slit his. Well, she. Yeah. She cut. So I used a knife and like. Blinded him, like stabbed his eyes. Yeah, she did other things. Peter Bayless, she used the dagger on the phrase. She used poison. Well, how did she kill the the Walter Frey, the senior? She slit his throat, so that's still not going to be needle. No, it was a knife. It was just like a kitchen knife. (laughs) She was playing a kitchen one for him, but oh, that's right. All right, well, you guys take us through the Arya Gendry blacksmith uh, scene then that we missed also. She wanted some sort of weapon, though. <laughs> yeah, that was detachable. It looked like it had like it's maybe like a, yeah. like a staff or something, or something that or a staff, but it had a weapon on each end that was detachable. Mm-hmm. She was like all confident, and her and Gendry had all this weird chemistry. Ooh, well, so they jump. It was almost like a meet you. They jump back into remember when they were going <laughs> to the wall, and he was doing the whole because he's the only one who figured out she was a woman, other than yeah the guy there. He's like, and then he found out she was Lady Stark. And he kept calling her my lady. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Started, so he started doing that again. So that was cute. And he told her she looked good. Yeah, he did. And she Ooh, said she looked good. Injury. A Baratheon and a Stark together. That's not a bad combo. But when she walked in, he had made a huge axe of... Wow. And the, all these weapons are with the uh, dragonglass. Yeah, so, okay, cool. So for some reason, he is like in charge of... Wow. Well, he, he figured out how to melt it down. Yeah, he was the guy. He, he, he yeah. had the molds and stuff. He could melt down the dragon glass. So, yeah, he, he was in charge of, like, when they were bringing it in, he was taking inventory, basically, and making weapons. He's going to outfit all the heroes with the proper weapons to kill. Yeah, they were mostly making arrowheads that we saw. Arrowheads. He made, like, the houndless giant axe. 
Yeah, so then Arya comes in when Hound has the giant axe, and he turns and he's like, you left me for dead. But he seemed to, like, like... First, I robbed you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he definitely has well, a... That was a great line. Uh, first what? First, I robbed you. <laughs> Her response was, I robbed you first. Um, and then, I forget what he says, but he's like, you're a cold bitch, aren't you? <laughs> and she doesn't respond, but then he just follows it up with, Probably while you're still alive, and walks off. Yeah, right? like, it, it was kind of a meat cute too. Yeah. <laughs> that was what? before her dinner. <laughs> no. God, did we miss anything yeah, else? Such narrow. Well, so then the Gendry scene. So then, when after the Hound walks away, he's like, "What do you need uh, the staff for? The quarter staff with detachable with dragon glass ends, or whatever it is that is on that piece of paper." And. uh there's some sexual tension happening. Like Arya, Ag- Arya smiled more talking to Gendry than she did talking to John. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, question after her like abilities with weapons and things, she okay. doesn't answer. She just keeps talking. Your cards close. Sneaky. Well, except that when I was rewatching season seven, I forgot she does the sparring session with Bran of Tarth. Oh, yeah. And Littlefinger and Sansa are watching. She wasn't very secretive then. It was pretty clear that she could murder pretty much any of them one-on-one. And we only saw Brienne once, too. Brienne, she's kind of the background. She, in the she didn't have any background, interactions, though. Yeah. Didn't have she... much of any, any scenes this... No. She'll have scenes now that Jamie's in Winterfell. Uh, oh, and Tormund's coming. And her love triangle. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Uh, and then yeah, I was gonna ask. So, does anyone think that Bronn will actually kill Jamie or Tyrion? I don't think so. Although he was statistically, I was looking at the statistics thing. Bronn and Sansa, it was like all these math nerds put together a statistical analysis <laughs> of who's most likely to die in the show, and Bronn and Sansa were at the top of the list. It's hard to say. I think Bronn gets a conscience and doesn't kill them. Really? I think Bronn has a little bit of a conscience. I, I, well, I think Bronn, like, also, too, he's kind of loyal to the two Lannister brothers. He doesn't give a fuck about Cersei, but he, I think, actually likes Tyrion and Jaime. Yeah, and he already has the gold, right? So it's like... Yeah, in season seven, he helped Tyrion sneak in to talk to Jaime. Yeah. So he's yeah. shown that he's still, like... Well, and out. I feel like he didn't fight the Mountain because he knew he would lose in a one-on-one fight with the Mountain. Well, he told him that, yeah. He's like, hey, man, there's a, a line. Yeah. Um, also, if Cersei... But also, their prices. That is, but he already got the gold from her, though. She gave it to him Maybe up front. Maybe he gets some more. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Bronn would kill him. I don't either. So, no, I'd be very surprised. Plus, Cersei paid in advance, so now he has yeah. no incentive. He has the gold. And now he can just get more milk more gold out of Jamie and Tyrion. Plus, Tyrion promised to always pay double yeah. whatever as someone else <laughs> offered him. <laughs> So that should be a good reunion, I think. Mm-hmm. They'll probably make it look like he's going to kill him. But we'll do it. Like, he'll shoot an arrow, and then I'll have a note on it saying, Hey, boy. <laughs> yeah, he's going to hit on him. <laughs> oh, uh, I didn't uh, do a lot of preparation <laughs> on other questions. Yeah. I mostly was taking notes. Um, who do you guys think, would you say, won the episode? Tormund. And that one little scene? The entire episode? I, I think Bran won the episode. No, he was so creepy. Well, so the three <laughs> we thought were the best contenders for really they did the most and showed was Bran, John, and Sansa. So Bran is breaking huge news, you know, 
White Walker army through the wall on their way. John's king. And then he's waiting for the stare down with uh, Jamie. Sansa with the... I know that Cersei's army is not coming. Mm-hmm. Tyrion, you're an idiot. I can't believe you believed her. The da- calling John out, out for being in love with Danny and that potentially influencing his decisions over to oh, maybe not just what's best for the North. Um, and then John, I mean, oh, rode yeah. a dragon and found out he's king. Yeah, but he had a, he, the episode ended with him in the middle of an identity crisis, so I don't know that he really could have won the episode. Those are things that that's why I had him. Those are the three, but. Yeah. Well, I think, Sansa too, I think, like, saying that she prepared for some, but not all these people, and, like, bringing up the point, like, what the fuck are they going to do with, like, 500,000? Well, like, if she's the smartest person ever, right. and and her brother fucking left to go get armies and allies, she should have planned for the fact that he was going to be successful and bring some people back. Yeah. So, hey, she's hey, not hey. very smart. I'm not impressed with her intelligence. You have to do your planning in spring. They didn't. I don't even think they have possession of the castle in spring, right? Well, that's fair. That is fair. When her and John made their then, little you're looking at, all these... at Winterfell, they got the white uh, raven, like, right away. Yeah. It said, winter is here. Yeah, and and I just felt bad for all the Unsullied and Dothraki that are clearly warm-weather <laughs> people camping out in the, all these, like, shitty-ass tents right outside of Winterfell. That well, yeah. out of Even the dragons had issues with being in the north. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, Sansa, I think, was intentionally trying to make people lose confidence in John and Danny with that statement of food. Like, hey, you left me here to and told me, you know, figure but, out feed our people through winter. I did it. Like now, how are, know, you, now how are you going to feed all the people you brought? I just think she's non-trusting of outsiders. And I don't blame her. Like, look at how yeah. her whole life has gone. That's what I said. She's the new little finger. He traded. She, she's so short-sighted. She's not trusting, but she doesn't... Like, John's right, though. They have to trust her, or they're going to lose no matter what. And she's just making it more difficult by being making those, like, side comments about what do dragons even eat and all this other stuff. Yeah. That's because she's little finger. She's looking out just for herself, and how can she end up in the best position when this is all played out, whether they win or lose? Because if they win, she's still the Lady of Winterfell. If they lose, can she potentially be the queen? She could put the blame. That's why I said at the beginning of the episode, I felt like she's the one who's trying to use chaos to her advantage the most, where everyone else is just like, hey, how do we just survive? Well, Danny's kind of being a little bit more than what do we do? Then can we just survive? She's kind of being a, I'm the queen. You have to respect me. It's a straight up cat fight. It is. Figure out who's going to be on top. And and John's the only one who's like, oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) No, 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 no. Davos was like that as well. Okay. All right. So people with penises are like, oh, for fuck's sake. And the rest of them. Not but so much. Do they both have like a piece of John? Like I would say, like he's equally divided between the two ladies. Well, Sansa was always in the are, are you saying that he is both a Stark and a Targaryen? Exactly. There's <laughs> a piece of him in so, both of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we watch how we use our words here. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, do you have a little Stark here? Do you want some? Uh... Oh my god. So, so, I mean, so who are you guys think? So, so who are you guys saying won the episode there? Bran. I think it's Sansa. Tormund. Sansa. For her own, I mean. Okay, actually, let me change mine. Tormund slash Davos. 
Neither of them did anything. Exactly, but they didn't die. I wonder if Theon got a little bit of a backbone and was the rest of it. Oh, Theon might have won the episode. Yeah, Theon was there for sure. You didn't even see it and you got a better yeah, yeah, answer yeah. than Hook. I'm going to hold a, hold a little flame <laughs> for old Rick. This, I think it's going to come through. It's an opinion. You're allowed to have any opinion you want. You are. Darius was just better. <laughs> Thank you, man. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, no, because Theon not only did the right thing and went and saved his sister, he's doing what he thinks is the right thing. And got her blessing then to go fight at Winterfell, so like he gets to do it with a clean conscience. I guess actually he didn't have much of a backbone as far as telling her he wanted to go north. She just deduced it and was like, "You want to go north, right? Mm-hmm. All right, you can go." Yeah. So maybe she wonder what's that? Well, she did get released from captivity, so she might have actually won the episode. Well, to retake the Iron Islands, she's got a good plan. I'd say if Yara didn't get rescued, then maybe you could have gone Euron. Fucked Queen, but he did lose his prisoner. He lost yeah, does he really care about that prisoner that much? <laughs> he told her he had no one else to talk to. He has even less people to interact with now that they killed half the crew. True. <laughs> Wait, what's Euron's brother in the book? Victarion? That's right, Victarion. Well, he's just the priest, so he should still no, be... That's the other no, one. that's Aaron is the priest. There's like four brothers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Victorion's the one who has the, the fleet. Victorion's the one that's such a giant badass, he wears full plate armor when, si- when doing pirate raids at sea. Yeah, and, and he's not a giant battle axe. Yeah, he's not in the show at all, right? No, he got cut from the show, but he's the one that's a giant badass in the books. He's got, like, in the books, he's got the lady with no tongue that some people are theorizing is Euron, or Euron can see through her eyes or something. Creepy, yeah. Because Victorion's, like, a, telling her all his secrets and stuff. Well, he picks yeah. up a red priest to, to rescues in the sea, too. Yeah. In the book. There's a lot more red priests in the book than in the show. I realize. I, when I, I think that's where Melisandre is. I think she's going to come back with that army of the, that the red priests have in uh, Essos to try and win back favor. Yeah, I didn't know they had an army. In the books they talk about it, they yeah, they got an army of slaves, but they do have an army. I mean, she's obviously going to come back. Her whole purpose, the entire show and books, whatever, is preparing for this war that's about to actually finally happen. So she obviously is going to come be a part of it. Yeah, but she killed the guy who would have made the best king, Renly. What? <laughs> Someone doesn't agree with you? <laughs> <laughs> he, was a king. he was a king for the people. He, he was. was a handsome feller. He was handsome. He was just... Robert people, was the best king. Robert was pretty good. I feel like if we were <laughs> doing this like 10 years ago, I would have made a gauge up there, but I'm holding it off. Wow, look how progressive you are. That's man. Good. I'm growing. Very well. Good for you, man. <laughs> Proud of you, buddy. You're, 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 good peace times. There's no peace. They're preparing the for friends. war by having melees. Like... Yeah, see who their best warriors were. That way, if they had to do, they knew they were. They were the ones. Or getting your best warriors injured, practicing over aggressively. Oh no, no, no! It's just like strong Bellwas. You know, he fights well, guy one on one. Damn it! He lets everyone's entire army. Speaking of gay jokes, you have a hard on for strong Bellwas. (laughs) Strong Bellwas in the book. Every single person he fought, he let cut him once. Yeah, strong Bellwas is a badass. Is he? Yeah, that's true. Like wipe his ass with someone's cloaks yeah. and dead corpse. Yeah. <laughs> like the harpy neuter, whoever it was. The, yeah. Alright, so who lost the episode, we think? I, I mean, it's gotta be Sam, right? Poor kid. <laughs> I don't know if it's Sam, because he got to tell his friend, I mean, yeah. identity-inducing news, but he gets to play king-like... He gets to kind of 
take play kingmaker now and well, look, really shake up the uh, political landscape. So I don't know if he. We got to pick nits here because basically nothing happened in the episode, which means nothing bad really happened to anybody in the episode. I don't know. I think Jamie. <laughs> Jamie lost the episode. <laughs> he shows up. He's got to see Bran, and I just have a feeling he's going to get thrown in a cell. Like uh, I know who lost the episode. <laughs> Lord Umber lost the episode. Uh, yeah, that's actually a good call. <laughs> that kid, man, he was very endearing. You know, he wants his horses and shit, and the next thing you know, he's hanging by a pike. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't realize that was the same kid. That's, really? I remember what some kid from the beginning of this episode looks that's, like. That's what? why I'm so confused. How can you guys not realize that's the last hearth? It's the Lord Umber there. I, I honestly thought it was like on, I thought it was on Castle Black. Because, I, I don't know, just seeing the... Well, I think it was Castle Black. I thought it was one of the castles between Castle Black and East Watch by the Sea. But, either way. Well, I didn't think it was Castle Black, but yeah. Yeah, one, one of the Night's Watch, Watch abandoned castles. Yeah. I now, thought it was the Shadow Tower where... In my my defense, I was a little bit high when I watched both times. Oh, in my defense, I wasn't high. We watched it, like, at 5.30 at night, so I was pretty alert. <laughs> it didn't even air till 6. You lying son of a We watched it on HBO Go. It, they said it was on at 6 on HBO we Go. We still watched it, like, 6. Oh, maybe. It, 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 it was released a little bit early on HBO Go, I can confirm. I Googled it, and they told me it would be released at 6, but it didn't matter with them anyway. Um, so also, yeah, I guess, yeah. Also, fact about HBO Go, they keep making me log into my own account. Very obnoxious. Ooh. That is annoying, because like, you have to log in on your phone and put in a code. Well, yeah, and then I logged in on the computer or the uh, TV in our bedroom, and then so it was all confused and would not let me log in on the living room. <laughs> you can't be switching devices, Hook. You ch- you're trying to share your account with people. It's no, not just, okay. Like, they should be able to see the IP addresses from the same house. I say that, but I was using Ricky's account when I watched it yesterday. But then when I tried to watch today, his uh, free trial had ended, so I had to create my own. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay, so I think that's probably, yeah, Lord so, Umber. Ryan, is, now is the next episode supposed to be the Battle of Winterfell? No, I think it's the third episode. So oh. there's going to be one more hour-long episode before they switch to 80-plus minutes. And I think all of like, the battlement stuff that we saw from the trailer is uh, like the end of the next episode. Oh. Is them, them yeah. prepping for it. Gotcha. Up a little bit more. Yeah, because that's what I thought. I thought I read it was the third episode, but a lot of people online were saying that they think the next episode is going to be the Battle of yeah, you gotta be careful with what you see online, though, because I saw a guy earlier today online saying, like, on a published news site, saying that he thought the Mad King was the Night King, because he didn't know how the Night King had been made, even though that was clearly shown, like, two seasons ago. Oh, really? I mean, they haven't even released the episode title for the next episode. They're it's like, the, the um, sixth of his name. We should maybe take predictions for what the episode title is, but I think it's the sixth of his name. Why? Because that's what John is. He's Aegon, and the sixth of his name. Oh, and that, that's going to be uh, that's going to be shaking things up for I think like three quarters of the episode, and then Tormund and crew will get there and be like, "Oh shit! Now we have to fight." I'm going to name it the Battle of the Dragons. You think the dragons are going to fight? Yes. The, the two that are like not John and Danny are going to fight other dragons. I'm going to name it. Oh, that could have double entendres. The dragons could fight, and Danny and John exactly. could fight separately. Duh. Battle of dragons. Battle of dragons. I was gonna say Tormund Brett beds Brienne. So I'm thinking 
Like it's one of those off the wall episodes. <laughs> a whole hour where it's like, just their love <laughs> yeah. um, remember, The know, crazy thing is, I would watch an hour of those two just going at it in the bedroom. Uh, Breaking Bad was really huge, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they had like the Fly episode. Yeah, that was the first writer's strike, wasn't it? I don't know, but Bunky was saying it was because A and E or AMC wanted an extra episode mm. and they like had already had everything written out. So they, that was kind of their way of rebelling. So I'm thinking <laughs> they have a whole episode just through Tormund's eyes uh, about him getting Brienne. Oh, you know, making giant babies that'll conquer the world. Yes. I feel like their babies could conquer the world. That'd be so badass. Do we think John and Danny will, uh, or John will tell Danny that he's Aegon? Or is he going to make Sam and Bran keep it to themselves? No. That's punishable by death. How is it punishable by death to be like, hey, turns out I'm actually your uncle or whatever. And she'd be like, you're your nephew. Yeah, Yeah. your nephew, but I'm the rightful heir. I I don't think it's going to rock Danny in a way that will make her angry. Like, she, I think that, that what they really did for her is establish that in this episode is established that she's in love with John hard. You can see it in her, like she has not had a smile on her face in like eight seasons and she was smiling and was happy and all that shit when she was alone with him. And Dario at all? What's she's that? What about Dario? Wasn't she kind of too sweet on him? Yeah. I felt like she was kind of in love with Dario. Yeah. But when she rejected him in season seven, the thing she said that hurt the most when she was talking to Tyrion right after was that she didn't feel anything uh, when she told him she was leaving him behind. She thought she cared for him and realized she didn't, and I think she does genuinely care for John. Look, she's queen. She deserves a piece of man candy. Wow. Like, the thing <laughs> is, though, she clearly doesn't want to share the throne with anyone. She wants it for herself and does not want to share it. But, but she wants the throne because she thinks it's her right. If she can see beyond doubt that it's not her right, but it is her family's right still... I th- that, that's a difference. That's not someone challenging House Targaryen for authority. That's, yep. She's not the heir of House Targaryen, and that's a different scenario. But do you think she is still cool with being with John if she knows they're related? related? So the thing with with that is one, you could go to the Targaryens always be a wedding brother and sister for generation, and that's not a good idea. But they did like they're known for doing it. That's what the Lannisters say. That's fine. The Targaryens did it for generations. The other thing is, is that George R. R. Martin has been very vocal about the fact that the English War of the Roses, along with the Lord of the Rings, heavily influenced the storytelling. And the English War of the Roses ended when the two different roses of uh, what Lancaster and Tudor, uh, no, sorry, Lancaster and York, um, married like first cousins to one another, one from each side to form the House of Tudor. So, like, it unified the two cadet branches from the Plantagenet dynasty beforehand, unified the two separate lines to make them one, so that there wouldn't be civil war moving forward. So if that's how the War of the Roses ended, there's a pretty good indication that that is a a possibility for how they're going to avoid conflict with the two lines of House Targaryen. Do you think, though, when she finds out that he's the rightful king, she'll bring up the fact that lines of succession are completely sexist, and that if men and women are equal, she actually is still the rightful heir? Being the daughter, she, she's not. She's not, though, because he is the son of the firstborn, regardless of gender. He's the only living child of someone who supersedes her in the line of succession. So he's still part of the succession line before yeah. she would be, regardless of gender. Yeah, but he died before king, he died before Aegon. So he died not as king. So then when Rhaegar died, yeah. her dad was king. 
that doesn't that doesn't matter if if Prince right that doesn't matter if Prince William in England died right now. George, his eldest son, would still be heir after their grand uh, his grandfather, Prince Charles. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, so the the line of succession doesn't change just because someone uh, dies within the line. It you just get bumped up a slot. Your ranking doesn't change in that. I just feel like John and Danny. Like, that's totally what they're alluding to, that the two of them together will rule. And they never do what we expect them to do, so I feel like it just can't happen. Wait, so are we just going to end where it all started with Aegon on the, the throne married to his sister? So what Danny should do is just identify as a man, and then she could swoop in for the throne. Well, what he was saying is that it wouldn't even matter because she had two older brothers, so she yeah. could never be king. And I, regardless of gender, John would still be... Even if John was a woman... And Danny, like then, and if, well, if and Danny was a woman, also John would still be better than Danny. Even if John was a woman and Danny's brother was still alive, wouldn't matter. John's still there. Oh, All right, we're just confusing people. The line is pure. Well, it's just being firstborn. I just to assumed it was because her dad was the king; she would be next in line. Yeah, but Rhaegar was her older brother and was the crown prince. So the the children of the crown prince would supersede the siblings of the crown prince should the crown prince die in the line of succession. Who came up with that bullshit? George R. R. Martin. People in England. <laughs> I, was saying, I don't think he came up with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that existed before he wrote these books. He's a wise old man. So he is pretty wise. And old. Anything that we think will... Any predictions for next episode? So if they're not going to have the big battle, you're going to have... Jamie's obviously going to talk to somebody, so he'll probably be in prison like you guys said, but he's going to tell them that I feel like Danny is going to find out about John right as the credits roll, right as the Night King gets there so it won't be resolved at the very end of the episode, once again we won't see that conversation yeah so how do you think they'll react when they find out the Lannister army is not coming to help I mean, they can be too surprised right, there's no love lost there and it's not like they can do anything. It's not like they can be like, well, then let's go attack her first. Does Jamie know about her sending for the Golden Company? Yes. Yeah, yes. that's why he came to Winterfell. Because she's so. like, did she told him in season seven, did you think Euron really just, like, left? Because he, Euron said, when he saw the dead, the white, he's like, can they swim? No. I'm going home then. Yeah. Like, they can't get us. But then he actually sailed away to go get the uh, second But seat. I felt like we do know that they can walk on water, like through underneath the water. But they couldn't. I thought they did. No, because remember when the ice broke, they all stopped. That's why John and them, when they went out to get one... But how, but how did they get the dragon out of the lake? Yeah. They pulled him with ropes. Yeah. How did they get the ropes around him? <laughs> magic. Yeah, it's a magic yeah. army. Yeah. Come on. Like, yeah, but either know. way, they when they fell into the water, the rest of them stopped. But like, what about, weren't they chasing, like when the giant's wading through the water and stuff, when they're at last earth or whatever? I'm sure they wade through water. That's not water over their head. All I know is what we saw was when they got to water that they sunk in, they didn't do it anymore. Uh, I don't know. But I don't know. Cersei's pretty formidable now. She's got the Golden Company. How, how much is the Lannister army decimated? Do we know? They, they, had, they had a lot. They didn't fight a ton. They lost that big battle. Yeah, but the, the dragon train wrecked a good amount of them. Yeah, where did that... What's up with, like, the Tyrells and the people of Dorne right now? Decimated. The Tyrells got attacked when they gave up Castle Rock, and they just, Lannister Army just annihilated them. 
And then the Dornish like lost a bunch on the ships to the Iron Fleet. Yeah, because when yeah when they were sailing with uh, the Greyjoys, Euron's uh, fleet came through and won that battle handily, and that's how Yara got kidnapped. That's right. So she's pretty much just down to her army that she brought. Like her allies got destroyed in their little. All, in all that seven. little power moment all of a sudden just kind of <laughs> went downhill. Fast. So what happens with a bunch of uh, women leaders? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hashtag, I'm with her. <laughs> Hashtag, get me out of here. <laughs> so is that, is that the perfect note to end this? No. <laughs> uh, Melisandre and Theon both arrive, I think, next episode. I agree. With oh, you think Melisandre? I don't know about Melisandre, but Theon definitely. And I think I think John is going to hit a breaking point too with um, the bickering between the women, and I think he's going to snap, and it's going to get both of their in a way that it gets both of their attention. Boy, like it, I, I, he he's not made to deal with that sort of shit, and I think it's gonna it's gonna mess with him. He's gonna snap. You think Foreman and the rest of the men's of the Night Watch make it to Winterfell? Because they have the whites between them, right? And yeah, because you have to well, have... They showed it in the trailer that they made it to Winterfell. Hey, <laughs> this is why I don't watch the trailer. watch the trailer. Oh. Um, I think Melisandre will show up in the third episode in a more dramatic fashion, like after the battle has begun. Like Rider of the Rohirrim in the Battle of Pelennor Fields? Because if she shows up and just walks in Winterfell, Jon Snow and Davos are going to cut her head off. But if she arrives with 10,000 guys wielding flaming swords in the middle of the night, then it's okay. That would that would actually be badass though if it's like a middle of the night fight and it's dark everywhere and then all of a sudden ten thousand swords ignite and they charge. That'd, That'd be, be pretty cool. I'd have no problem with that. Is yeah. Nancy in the show? I can't remember. Does what? Really? I don't think so. I don't recognize that name. But I wouldn't since I can't remember half the names. He's the one, he's like the huge lord who has a bunch of hidden ships in the books. And he's like waiting to betray Ramsey, and then like him and his knights are riding out to get Thanos or whatever. But you know that uh, he's gonna betray Ramsey. Why well, didn't hear the name of the Lord? Manderly. Oh, he was he was in the scene. He was the fat old Lord in the scene that crowned John King in the North. But then we haven't seen him since. Okay. So and it, and it was really weird because they landed in White Harbor, which is where he's the Lord of. Danny and John did, and then we still haven't seen him. Like he didn't come with them, even though the banners were recalled. Do you remember who was the Lord that he sent a letter in this episode saying that he was staying home with his men? Glover, huh? Glover, Glover, that fucker. (laughs) That was Glover. So, and then John did the whole like quoted him saying, "I'll stand behind the Starks like we have for a thousand years," but obviously not. But Sansa wasn't wrong though. Like I feel like if John would have just come back, like he would have called his banners. He would have been there. Well, she got the raven while John was there, so did they send another one? Who knows? And nowadays, ravens fly, they get to their destination in like half a day, where in the beginning of the show, it took like a month. Right. <laughs> well, ravens know when things are expedient. It was fun in the show when like you'd have people not know stuff that was going on on the other side of the world. Now, everyone knows everything, and I'm like, I don't understand that. Well, I feel like they're just, they have eight episodes to wrap up. Two books worth of shit. That's why the season should have been longer. Last season, too. But the problem is they don't have enough source material to actually fill in some other stuff. Write it. 
Right, yourself. Uh, so, doesn't the show have rifles? <laughs> yeah, but that's, that, that could go like horribly awry. Yeah. They can really yeah, screw some shit up. Might as well just phone it in for the last season. Make a money. I mean, they made their money. <laughs> well, and George even said, I think, in a recent comment that the show stayed really close to the books. Yeah, all the milestone stuff is there. Um, well, any more predictions or anything? Or any other? There should be one more book that George has to write, correct? After the next one comes out. Oh, so it's supposed to be at least two. two. two yeah. Yeah, well, there should be Winds of Winter and A Dream of Spring. But he's already said, like, it's probably going to end up being three. Like, yeah. Oh, he said that? Yeah. yeah he's his first book became fourth and fifth because it got yeah, too long. Yeah. Well, it was originally supposed to be a trilogy, right? And it's already to five with yeah. a plan of seven. He also, he has a title already for a third book that he might oh, add really? in. Because like he played with it for, instead of A Dream of Spring, he said it might be a time, uh, time for Wolves, which might still get used as a title. Ooh, there's a good one. Do you think Nymeria and her wolf army will show up? During the big battle? That'd be cool. That would be cool. Why else would they have her show up in season seven? I just don't... I think that that was their way of closing out that storyline. I don't think they're going to use the wolf army. As much as I want it. Come into play against, like, the Golden Company. It seemed pretty cool. Out in the third episode when she chased her off. Like, I don't know why you bring her back six or seven, six and a half seasons later. Unless it's going to play a part. I don't know. I think they might use it against the Golden Company. It'll be like the Battle of Five Armies. Theoretically, even if they beat the White Walkers, they still have to deal with Cersei. They could just pay the Golden Company more. No, because I feel like the Golden Company never breaks the spawn, though. That's a big thing. Once they make a deal. Either did the Second Sons till they did for Danny. No? Yeah. Actually, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> but it sounded good. Yeah, I believe you. I didn't. I don't know if you're right about the Second Sons either. So. The Golden Company? The Golden Company either. Yeah, so they're going to have to fight one war and then turn around and go south and fight another one. Or they could even lose this war. Or they could all die. That would be fun. I actually, I would like that ending. And have to retreat towards the Iron Islands. If the very end of the show is just the Night King taking a seat on the Iron Throne, I would be okay with that. <laughs> really? And <laughs> retreats the Essos? The farther from what people expect, <laughs> the more entertaining, I think. Abandon the land. That's why I think Tyrion's going to die. Nobody seems to think he can die. I think he can die, I just don't think he will. <laughs> His role seems to be getting reduced Smart. more and more. Mm-hmm. And they do have him being not as, as clever as he used to be, like trusting his sister. He's been wrong a lot the last yeah. season and a half. Yeah. You should just drink more wine, it helps him think. It does. So he sobered up and he lost all the things that he knew. That's yeah. kind of he true. drinks and he knows things. He needs to drink more. He's only good when he's drunk. Drunken Recall? Needs a craft. Drunken Recall like in Beer Fest? There you go. Exactly. Well, it sounds like we're running out of things to say. Um, any callers out there with questions? No? No. <laughs> Lines are open. We are not live. This is not the radio. <laughs> Uh, but before we wrap it up, yeah, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Transistor.fm. I'll post the link once the new episode comes out. If anyone wants to give us feedback or things that we should discuss or really wants to be on the show, let me know. Any final thoughts, guys? No. You wrapped up real nice. All right. I think I'm going to watch the episode again now.
I've already watched it twice, but again, maybe I'll watch it in Not High one time and notice some banners and some kids' faces. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was shocked. You didn't know that was the same kid. It's just a kid. Who cares? Wow. It is. I he's mean, he's Lord. chopped up. It's not even like he's whole. Was he, he chopped up? He was just. I thought he just had a spear through him. He was whole with his spear through him. Damn it. Well, there's chopped up body parts. Eventually, around. he did catch fire. I mean, I'll give you that. Well, if his barrack <laughs> stabbed him with his burning sword. <laughs> I thought but, uh, was uh, Yeah, well, this has been a Northern State podcasting production. When you find yourself in bed with an ugly woman, best close your eyes, get it over with. Cut her throat. Be done with it.